Hi, this is Mo Maduro with the Life Expansion After 50 podcast, wrapping up the mapping of success principles over to the unconscious and neuroplasticity. We'll kick it off with visualizing your perfect day. Imagine an ideal day where everything goes smoothly and you're living your best life. Now, does visualizing your perfect day by itself make it happen? Of course not. But it's less time you're visualizing what you don't want, which would be like a nocebo. And it's also preparing your associations to notice elements in your environment that are consistent with or can help you toward your goal. With 11 million bits per second processing every single second, it's easy to believe these resources were always around. We just had to program ourselves to notice them. Practice mindful breathing. Deep mindful breaths can help you stay centered, reduce stress, and enhance your personal power. Breathing is more important than I think people regard it. Consider you can live about a few seconds without blood, a few minutes without air, a few days without water, and a few weeks without food. Looked at it from this hierarchy, you can see that we should be paying more attention to our breathing. Add to that that our breathing is shallow when we're scared, meaning we're not getting the oxygen that we need or anxious. And since neurons fire both ways, shallow breathing can also make us anxious. Likewise, deep, slow breaths can help you become calm. Box breathing is a good place to start. Inhale for four counts, hold for four counts, exhale for four counts, hold that for four counts. You want to completely fill your lungs and and lower abdomen with air and completely expel all the air on the exhale. This helps cleanse your blood as well as oxygenate it so that your organs are getting good clean oxygen that they need. Next we have create a positive mantra. Develop a short impactful mantra that encapsulates your desired reality. Now, this may seem like it's a little woo-woo at first, but again, look at it through the lens of neuroassociations. It's time that your, your default chatter is not sending you negative messages, so it's like removal of a nocebo, and it's also reinforcing what you do want, which is going to help your reticular activating system allow more aligned information to get through. Here are some examples. I'm unstoppable and capable of achieving anything, or I'm enough. I'm always enough. And this one's from Brian Tracy. I'm responsible and I love myself. That's an interesting one. You say that a few times, you will find yourself just calming down, I guess, because it reminds you that you're in control and you're not at the whim of some external force. The next one is engage in acts of self-care. So take care of your physical, emotional, and well-being. Self-care nurtures positive energy. The inverse would be beating yourself up. Self-care could be yoga, meditation, deep breathing, walking in nature. Experiment. Find out what works for you. Remember, every moment you spend in positivity is a moment that negativity is held at bay. Use the two-minute rule. If a task related to your goals takes less than two minutes, do it immediately. This minimizes procrastination. I like this one, and it's similar to the, the one where you don't leave the site of making a decision without taking some action. Action rules, because action engages your neurons and your associations. Thinking about it alone does not do that consistently. It can, but it's not consistent. Engaging your unconscious, using the neurons, that's how you do it. Celebrate small wins. Acknowledge and celebrate even the smallest successes. Positive reinforcement keeps you motivated. This is a big one, and it gets to the foundation of habit formation, releasing dopamine. Dopamine is the chemical that's involved with addictions. It's also powerful enough to have caused our hunter-gatherer ancestors to risk facing the proverbial saber-toothed tiger to find food. 
In other words, dopamine is a very powerful neurotransmitter. By celebrating small wins, you're releasing dopamine. But more importantly, you're releasing dopamine attached to the specific behavior, which reinforces it. Like rewarding a dolphin in training, you're reinforcing yourself to repeat that behavior again in a similar circumstance. Use positive anchoring. Associate a physical gesture or word with a positive emotion. Use it to evoke positivity when needed. I first heard about anchoring over 30 years ago in a 14-day Tony Robbins seminar. He also talks about it in his Unleash the Power Weekends. In one context, he refers to it as your power move. I personally use this to raise my energy level before I have to speak to a client, before going on camera, before speaking to a group. When I was selling motorcycles, before greeting a customer, I would execute that move subtly because I wanted the positive energy to be present. And immediately, it would bring up that associated feeling and state. Again, no woo-woo, just associations that are occurring in the neural pathways millions of times a day, like stored memories called up at a moment's notice from triggers you may not even know are happening. It could be a big, obvious move or something small and subtle, like pressing your thumb and forefinger together. The key is to work yourself into a high-energy state and then execute the anchor. If you play sports at a high moment, you can anchor that. Maybe at a concert or dancing, take advantage of that energy that's there and reinforce your anchor, using that same anchor all the time. So anchoring can work as a nocebo too. Create a vision journal. Now write in a journal about your future successes and experiences as though they've already happened. Mind Valley has a program called Lifebook that guides you through designing your life. I highly recommend it. It's a 12-week program, and it's not a download of information. It's literally walking you through a process of designing your life based on what's important to you and and developing strategies so that you can then execute that plan. I think it works well with these podcast episodes because this is giving you the how-to in terms of managing your internal environment and the life book helps you lay out a plan based on the life that you want to design. Next is embrace daily meditation. Meditate regularly to quiet your mind, increase mindfulness, and improve your focus. I believe when it comes to doing what you intend to do, meditating is one of the most powerful tools available to us. No woo-woo, but you do want to explore the different types of meditation. Joe Dispenza does a good job of laying out different types of meditation for different purposes and has some guided meditations available through his book trilogy. I'll put a link in the notes. Next is engage in positive visualization before sleep. Visualize your goals before sleeping to program your subconscious positively. As you fall asleep, And as you awaken, you're in the alpha state, which is like a mild hypnotic state. It's a good reason to not reach for your phone right away. It's also why many success practitioners do not look at email for a few hours. And in fact, some completely close off the outside world until they complete their morning ritual and any planned tasks. By engaging in a positive visualization before going to sleep, you plant those seeds into your unconscious. The power of this is that it makes it more familiar to you as well as starts to build those neural pathways. Next is stay open to signs and synchronicities. Be aware of meaningful coincidences. This is the kind of statement that can lead people to believe that uh, we're manifesting something or the universe is sending them something. I'm not going to discount it and say there is not a spiritual component, like I said before, but I can tell you the 11 million bits per second versus the 50 bits per second explains a lot. 
The simple fact you're looking for synchronicities means that your reticular activating system is more likely to, to let them through. And these include the arm ramps and signposts that serve to guide you to your destination and, and along your journey. So that's it. Um, lots of information here, but in going through it like this, you're hearing the success principle as a nice refresher and reminder, but you can also think of it as the opposite of that is a nocebo. So many people will poo-poo the whole positive mental attitude thing. If that's not your thing, it's fine. But understand this, if you're not doing something on purpose to take out the negative, you're probably getting bombarded with it because most of what we see or and surrounded by tends to be the negative. The news is negative. The advertisers are telling you what's wrong or what's dangerous or what's scary. And so we're bombarded with this. So if you're not doing something to counteract that, I think you're leaving, you're, you're definitely leaving some of your life design on the table. Again, experiment, find out what works for you. You can go back through this a few times, take note of those success principles that, that make sense. I do think you want to take a look at my movies. I'll put that link there as well. Mind movies is a great way of, it's sort of like a combination of the affirmations, the vision board, visualization, and even anchoring because you're tying it to music. And also that part about you can watch it right before going to bed and, and as you wake up. And this is your, so it becomes your software program. You could update it as many times as you want, change the mind movie. Uh, I think it's a powerful tool and you should consider it. The other thing that'll be in there is Joe Dispenza's trilogy, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, You Are the Placebo, and Becoming Supernatural. That book is a trio. I happen to like uh, Becoming Supernatural, reading it first. I've recommended this trio to several people, and it seems that the Becoming Supernatural is a good read the first time because it paints a big picture. And then when you're reading You Are the Placebo and Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, you understand the roadmap. But then again, I'm an N, Myers-Briggs, right? I'm an N, so I like the big picture first. If you're an S, Myers-Briggs, you know, the, the sensor that you may prefer seeing the, the books in order. You figure it out. I think it's a, it's a good start in terms of helping you understand the possibilities with neuroplasticity, epigenetics, and coherence, and the heart-mind. Some quick housekeeping. Throughout this series of unpacking success principles, I've made references to links or resources that I'll be putting in the notes. If you're listening to the podcast on a platform other than Substack, you're not seeing those notes. Get those links and resources. You'll go to sevenfitnessareas.substack.com, and that's with the digit seven, sevenfitnessareas.substack.com. Look for episode 23B, as in Bravo. When you look down in the notes under the podcast link, you'll see those resources. I'll put them all into this one episode so you don't have to go bouncing around and you can get back to listening on your favorite platform. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.